Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning from Upasana. For the last few weeks, we have been talking about various limbs of sadhana. Particularly the sadhana that you have been given by the ashram, your mantra sadhana. We have talked about purification, pranayam, with pranayam, and prano, that's the sound resonation of the seed mantras. Last week, we talked about dhyan, attention, concentration. And today I would like to speak about mantra itself. The mantra that some of you who have been given by your guru is called Guru Mantra. Mantra that you receive from the guru is called Guru Mantra. And that mantra could be anything in various schools people give mantras. But in our tradition, Shakti tradition, this mantra is Bij mantra. Bij. Bij means seed. Mantra has many meanings. The first meaning is mantra. Man means mind, tra means that which protects the mind. That which protects the mind. The other meaning of mantra is Mantra Mitra. Mitra means a friend. It's a friend that we have who is always with us. No matter where you are, no matter what situation of your life you are in, this friend is always there. Can speak volumes about the mantra. Mantra Mitra. When we receive the mantra from our Guru, we know, or actually we make that, we give our, make a promise to ourselves that this sound, this mantra will be 
the last thing on my mind when I leave this body. At least one thing is settled for life. That this mantra, Guru Mantra, will be with me throughout my whole life. And when I'm taking my last breath, this mantra will be on my mind. At least one thing is settled in life. And when one thing is settled, energy begins to build around it, just like water is flowing in a creek. And you put a stick there, you see things begin to accumulate around it. The same thing is with your mantra, with that commitment, with that intimacy, when we begin to practice our mantra, some familiarity with the self on a much deeper level begins to grow inside. The mantras are many, but the Guru Mantra is the one that is always with me. Nowadays, there are mantras on the internet. You go to a seminar and somebody is giving you a mantra. Some, you go to some talk and somebody throws a mantra at you. But the, in the mantra science, we have when we begin to work with one mantra, it's just like if you get, want to get to the water, you dig one well deep, not lots of little potholes. Potholes don't get you to the water. You may even fall and twist your ankle in it. So it's important to work with one mantra with total love and devotion. That mantra keeps going deeper. Now, <clears throat> why do we need a guru mantra? Why can't we just take any mantra and work with it? Because the Guru Mantra looks like you are making a commitment with somebody you don't know. It's just like a seed. You find somebody or somebody gives you in passing and tells you, oh, it's a, it'll grow into a beautiful tree. It's a nice flower. But you really haven't seen the tree. Somebody has just given you this seed. And you take it and you try to grow it and don't know the whole procedure. It may not sprout, it may rot. And even after it grows, you don't know what it's going to produce. The mantra that we receive from our guru, it comes from a lineage, ancient established lineage and that seed has been transferred from guru to disciple, guru to initiate, and it goes on that way. <clears throat> 
before you receive a mantra from a guru, do some your due diligence. Spend some time around, see where they are coming from, what is their lineage of the history. Because it's a commitment to yourself and anything that you take, make sure that this is the right kind of seed. The relationship you form with the Guru or with the lineage is always there. The energy, the Shakti of the lineage is behind the seed. Within the seed is hidden the whole banyan tree. Banyan tree's seed is very small, just like a sesame, smaller than a sesame seed. And actually, birds eat the little berry from the banyan tree, digest it. It goes through their system and wherever they do the droppings, banyan tree sprouts from that. So the seed has gone through all this still contains the whole tree within. All it needs is little environment, proper soil, proper temperature, proper moisture, and it grows. <clears throat> when the tree is growing, it needs to be protected from goats and other animals that they don't come and chomp on it. What are those things? The company we keep. The, somebody may come and distract you, plant some kind of doubt in your mind, or may give some other, oh, this mantra is even more powerful. We get distracted. When we have received the mantra from the guru, before you even receive a mantra from a guru, it's actually a relationship we create. It's a relationship of love and trust. Guru has walked the path. Guru is carrying that seed of the lineage. At least you know, through your due diligence, through your studying around, being around, then you start on that path. So I would be very careful to work with the mantras that has been just handed it down to me in passing by somebody that I may never have a chance to meet again. It's work to sprout a seed, protect a seed, to grow the garden. So it's good to make sure that you have the right kind of seed that you are working with. Once you have received the mantra, love, trust, and my whole inner alignment work as the environment for sprouting the seed.
Mantra is not just something to do for 10 minutes every day. Once you begin to work with the mantra, it's always in the background, no matter what you are doing. Maybe your attention is on doing other things and you are running in other direction. But this mantra mitra, this friend is always there in the background, waiting for you to turn towards it, waiting for your attention. Guru can introduce you to somebody. Now, what are you going to do with that introduction? Someone has introduced you to somebody. Now it's up to you whether you keep that connection on a very surface level, meet once in a while, make a phone call once in a while, chat once in a while. Or you begin to like that person and spend a little more time, fall in love. And once you have fallen in love, being around that person is not a chore anymore. It's not an obligation. It's not a thing to do. Everything in you wants to be with that person. And then you get married, you have children, you raise a family, then that whole introduction takes a whole different meaning. And this is what happens with the mantra. That there comes a time, our mantra is not there just for our practice. Mantra is there, no matter where you are, it comes. And when that happens, you should know that you are progressing in your sadhana. Mantra comes out of nowhere. And every time it comes, there is a familiarity. There is a little smile that happens inside. And you continue to do whatever you are doing. But there is a presence with you. Mantra Mitra, Mantra is a friend that's with us in all times, in all situations. Mantra Sutra, Sutra means a thread, a link. Link with what? Link with our Guru, Guru's Guru, the, that powerhouse of the lineage. Mantra connects you with that powerhouse from where? Energy is constantly flowing towards you. There is a sense of protection. Somebody has got your back. There is a sense of protection. Because of that sutra, because of that connection, I do not feel alone and vulnerable anymore after receiving the mantra. Deep inside, I know that there is protection. I'm protected. And every time we sit down to do our practice or we repeat our mantra, inside I know that I'm connected with something much bigger. It's not just me doing my mantra. 
सो मंत्र सूत्र मंत्र अस्त्र मंत्र इज ऑल्सो अघोर मंत्र इज ऑल्सो वेपन दैट कैन बी यूज टू प्रोटेक्ट योर सेल्फ at the time of giving you the mantra the guru has said here is a mantra but you are also made given a, to make a promise that you will never use this mantra to harm anyone it can but then the consequences are to be borne by you and your guru so this is why you we never use our mantra to harm anyone aghor mantra can do both but we use it to protect ourselves like sometimes you are in a situation that you are a little scared thinking of your mantra just make a little sound some kind of sound as far as this sound goes that's called digabandhan it's you have fortified the direction see nothing can really truly harm you energetically while repeating your mantra thinking of the guru you make any kind of sound as far as the sound goes it creates an armor around you in olden days um people who do aghor sadhana they will go to cremation grounds in the middle of the night or desolate places just to encounter their fear and sitting in those places there are there is a fear of ghosts and ghouls and all the spirits and this and that so just to fortify oneself against that they would do dig bandhan dig means the directions bandhan means tying tying the direction securing the directions and this mantra can be utilized your mantra to create that armor around you any situation when you feel threatened when you feel um scared you can utilize your mantra that way mantra astra again when you are doing your job repeating your mantra may it not be that mechanical can you taste the mantra can you dissolve the mantra in your mouth dissolving in the there comes a time that when you are doing your job everything is so relaxed saliva begins to come in your mouth imagine that mantra is being dissolved in that saliva in the mouth and it's being absorbed by every single cell of my body now mantra is vibration bija mantra each of the syllables of your mantra has a very unique vibration of its own the moment you think of that sound the 
subtle vibrations of that sound begins to affect your whole body on a very, very, very subtle level. Subtler it is, the more powerful it is, just like homeopathic medicine. The more diluted it is, the stronger it is. But if you are used to only taking allopathic medicine, you don't find that effect that immediate. So one has to be a little bit more calm and centered to feel the effect of the mantra. This is why our devotion is important. Devotion calms the mind, opens the heart. When the heart is open, with love and trust, a beautiful chemistry inside the body is created. And in that, we repeat the mantra. In that environment, we sow the seed and watch it grow. Now, any mantra that you are doing, whether you are given your guru mantra or you are taking from somewhere, even in um, early days, lots of people who practiced TM and they were distributing mantras. They were also being given Biji mantras, but they were not really explained the effect of the mantra. The, for example, each Biji mantra corresponds to a deity. Here we call it deity, but really just like Kali Mantra. Kring, Kring, Kring is the, the presiding deity of this mantra is Kali. Now what is Kali? Kali is the transformation. The energy of transformation. Kali is always transforming. So when you are repeating that mantra, the vibration coming out of that is enriching you with that transformative Shakti. Ring, ring is the Lakshmi Bij. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth, prosperity. So whenever you are repeating that mantra, that which is required for prosperity to flow towards you is being built up inside you. Whatever it takes for that, not only the wealth, spiritual prosperity, emotional prosperity. So these are the characteristics of the seed mantras. And when you are repeating your mantra, you don't have to think about this every time, but as long as your inner conscious knows that what is the meaning of my mantra, what is the effect of my mantra, is very helpful. 
somebody can say, okay, here is this mantra, just you repeat the mantra and it will happen. But if you repeat your mantra with that knowledge that what is it, what kind of flower is going to come out, pink or red or white or yellow or round or square or if you have no idea, somebody has just given you a seed and they are nice flowers. But holding an image, if you repeat the mantra, it, it just it takes off. So if you are working with your mantra, I would recommend very strongly to uh, revisit the effect, purpose, depending on what seed mantra has come for you, it's good to know that in depth. And once in a while, just sit with one seed, let it dissolve in your mouth, feel it saturating your whole body. If you don't feel it, imagine it. It starts with imagination. Everything starts with imagination. When you are doing your job, job means repeating the mantra. Sometimes you go with a certain speed the speeds vary depending on what's happening inside you. Sometimes it's faster, sometimes it's slower, sometimes um, it just keeps changing. But when you are calm and centered, sometimes just take your time, just say one seed, let it dissolve, second seed, let it dissolve, third seed, let it dissolve, fourth, whatever, how many seeds you have, and sit with that. If you have been explained the image or form that comes with a seed, while you are dissolving it, Maybe once in a while the mind goes to the third eye. And then come back, so play with it. Um, there are many ways to be with the friend. There is no set guidelines. Once you have received your mantra, you can just hang out with this friend in any way you want, as long as you are hanging out with a friend. Don't fight with a friend. When people come to me, I always give this analogy that your mantra is a friend that can take you to any place. Some people who are sitting here listening to it may be thinking, I do not have a guru mantra. What should I do? Traditionally, 
any spiritual practice really begins with acceptance of a guru. It is said, the day you receive your mantra from your guru, your spiritual journey begins. Guru means, guru acts as a guide, guru acts as a mentor, guru is the one who has walked the path, guru is the one who is available to you to remove any doubts, confusions you may have. The truth is no matter which direction you walk, if you keep walking one day, you'll come to the ocean. But if somebody has knowledge that which direction it's a little closer, that can be helpful. Otherwise we can go keep going round and round and round in circle. Gu, Ru. Gu is, means darkness, Ru means remover. What is the greatest obstacle in a spiritual path is the doubt. So when we receive the mantra from our guru, once we have that relationship with the guru, we walk with confidence that, okay, this is what has been given to me. This is what has been assigned to me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to doubt it. And this is the science of the mantra. One cannot progress on the path with doubt, particularly with a mantra. Now, you may ask, well, there is a, this mantra for this, there is this mantra for this, there is this mantra for this. Once you have received the Guru Mantra, your Guru Mantra is the master key. You can do everything with that Guru Mantra. Somebody comes to you in pain. You don't know what to do. Somebody suffering. You want to do something for them, but you don't know what. You can just take a little glass of water, wishing them well, repeating your mantra a couple of times, thinking of your guru, you give them something to drink, they drink it, immediately they feel well. Now, but it's done in a such a way the recipient doesn't even know that you are doing it. Otherwise, you will put a nameplate, healer, and I'm using my mantra to heal you. No, Aghor Mantra is not for that. It's supposed to be done in a way that the recipient doesn't even know that you are doing something. Otherwise, your ego will come in and the marketing will come in and so the mantra is for you to enrich you, to strengthen you and enable you to be able to help others. And it's a selfless service. We help others in such a subtle way that the recipient doesn't even know
your heart has to be that big that I, yes, I can help somebody without them even knowing that I did. Because if they knew I did, then they will feel obligated to do something. And here I am sitting waiting for them to do something. So it becomes a transaction. Selfless service is not a transaction. Selfless service comes from the fullness of the heart, largeness of her heart. Yes, I am blessed enough that I can do this for somebody. So you can do that. You can use your mantra to bring little comfort in somebody's life. You go to visit somebody and they're in, laying in bed and they, you don't know what to do. You can at least give them some comfort. Just touch them. Think of your mantra. They receive some energy. Again, we don't do it too much because nothing is for free. Whenever you are doing some kind of healing or any kind of intervention, you are putting out your energy. You are spending your earned resource. So if you do it too much, you'll feel depleted and you'll feel irritated and you'll become totally light and like an empty can. So not do it too much. It's just like, once you are earning money, save it. Don't just keep spending every month. Then there is something for the rainy days. So we practitioners of Aghor Mantra do have this, but they're also given the responsibility to protect it, preserve it, um, and use it with responsibility. You don't know, but it's the karma for previous lives that we have been um, introduced to this. It's a very precious seed that we have been given, um, being connected with this ancient sacred lineage. Uh, it's it's because of some of our past karmas. That's the way I think. Anyway, I would like to stop right here. Um, but pay attention to the sounds of your mantra, the seed syllable. Accentuate it sometime and listen to it for a long time. And even after you're not thinking of the sound, see its reverber reverberation in your body. And not, not only stop there, imagine the vibration from your body are going out and just going to the end of the universe, just rippling. So these are the, play with your imagination too. Let the imagination um, work with the waves of your mantra and see what, what happens. Well, I have given you quite a bit in this. Um, I'd like to stop right here and maybe come back after your group thing and I'm sure there'll be some questions. Shannon? Thank you, Babaji.